Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to do a little bust potential episode. All of the players that we're not necessarily predicting a bust. We just think the chances are greater that they do than others. So we'll have some names on there that are definitely like up our ranks and probably, I mean, maybe some that Jeff will disagree with, maybe some I'll disagree with him, but we'll go over those in just a minute. But make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter and follow us there at FF Profit or go to Instagram where Fantasy Football Profit and make sure you go subscribe to us on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash fantasy football profit. We got some new stuff that's been posted there. So go check that out as well. And let's just get right into the list here. Bust potential. I'll start us off, Jeff. We'll start off with quarterbacks. We'll go that way. Bust potential. I don't think this is a surprise. I'm going to put Deshaun Watson as my number one bust potential quarterback because as much as I see the upside there, he worries me because, I mean, not even not even really counting the injury. The injury doesn't really worry me too much. It's just I saw a, there was a lot of times last year he, he did not look good. He played very poorly early on. He, he really did. He played poorly, and he had to come back and try to win games, so he was in shootouts. I don't know if that can sustain itself. I don't know if it would have sustained itself throughout the year. And because of that, Deshaun Watson is, I'll say this, when we did our ranks a couple weeks ago, he was up about fourth for me. He's dropped to eighth now. He's not my eighth ranked quarterback again. I went back down. I I just I've seen look back into more stuff from last year. And there was times he really looked poor. He did not look good. He had to. I don't know if you can sustain that shootout type stuff. He's going to have some amazing games though. There will be those. I just worried that the bad games are going to come too and really hurt your team some weeks. Yeah, he is not the safest decision by any means. Um. Yeah, he would be. He's on my list as well. There's, it's very easy to make a case that he is going to have a sophomore slump, a regression, whatever you want to call it. He didn't even get a full year in order to, you know, fine tune his NFL skills. So that would be always nice to have 16 games to really get the feel for it. Um, I'm I'm on the other end of the spectrum from you. Absolutely, 100. percent He does have the opportunity to bust. Um, but I'm not moving him down my list necessarily either. I still like the upside so much more that I think he's worth the risk compared to a lot of these other names that come up uh, later on. And and it pretty much comes down to this. Even if he does have a regression, last year through seven games and you know, nothing really has changed. I mean, it actually might be better for him. He has less of a run game this time around, <laughs> which, you know, so I think he will have to throw continuously. Fuller might stay healthy, which was a huge part in it. Um, their defense is better as well, which, you know, maybe will hurt a shootout. Yeah, there might not be those shootouts where he had to put up all those points last Right, year. but I think that's his game style anyway. And the fact is that he had 19 touchdowns, you know, and with eight interceptions. So he's still putting up huge points, even with turning the ball over quite a bit. If he continued that, it would average out to 43 touchdowns throwing, you know, almost 3,900 yards passing, 600 yards rushing with another four tacked onto that touchdowns. Obviously, he's not going to do that. But if he gets anywhere in in the mid-30s for touchdowns, he's going to be a very, very good quarterback. And I think his ceiling is even higher. So, boss potential, absolutely. But I, I think he's worth it, so I'm not going to move him down to eight. That was that would be the only thing I disagree with you on. I think that's just too low to drop him. I just like I like the guys ahead of him. Yeah, now. and you Wentz, I, Lock, Breeze. To be fair, if if you want to go safer, absolutely, hundred yep. percent. 
And that's that's part of my reasoning too with him is at a position like this that you only need one of typically, and there are so many options. I I don't see the need to pay for what he's going for, and just because that potential to him to actually not be that good is is too high for me. So Deshaun Watson, my number one guy, probably my number one guy overall. Uh, if we had if we ranked him, it'd probably be my number one. I don't actually have another quarterback. I guess there is one name you could people could say, but I don't have one. Do you? Unless you have him? No, I, I'm not going to put anyone that's not ranked yeah, relatively Garoppolo high on this. Would be my one if, right, he, if he had trended up, but he hasn't. He no, stayed he hasn't. at a good rank. Yeah, I think he's fine where he's at. Yeah. Which is what is he at 13 right now or 12? He, I don't have it up. He's uh, actually at 13. 13. Okay, yeah. Okay. So right there, that's that's totally fine with me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would probably a, a lot of the San Francisco team shows up on my. My dislike. <laughs> I'll say that Patrick Mahomes up to fifteen now in the in the in the consensus ranks worries me a bit. It's but still it's still fifteen at quarterback. It's not you're that's not really a risk. It's still I think he's no. a little high. Yeah, I mean I think anyone down there is a little bit risk. I think Goff being at sixteen should be higher. Yeah. I think he should be above Garoppolo, Ryan, Mahomes. But other than that, I don't think there's a whole lot I would change. Yeah, probably. And I just I don't I don't know why he's moved. I, I don't even like golf that much, but I want golf over Mahomes. All yeah, day. he just did fine last year. He, you know, I mean, he's kind of proved it. Yep. So running back wise, who do you got there? Um, well, I think the number one running back that you have to worry about has got to be Joe Mixon. Yes, I I like the guy. I think he's got all the physical tools. He stayed out of trouble. Whole lot to like. But at the same time, we've talked about it uh, multiple times on the show. But you do have to look last year, and he did not particularly do well in that rushing attack. He only averaged 3.5 yards a carry. Um, the only thing you could say is maybe they addressed the line uh, more than we think they did, and the fact that Hill is no longer there should free up more carries. Um, but he, he is a little bit scary because he goes for as the number 14, so a lot of people are going to have to rely on him. And... If he's not the athlete we think he is and he doesn't, you know, get to that four yards of carry, it could be a very long season and you're going to have to pay a lot to get him. Yep. That's, I mean, I like him a lot and I've actually moved up in my ranks all the way up to 13th now, but I get it. He hasn't done it yet. I just believe in the player. And so that's why I keep ranking him up here. And yeah, that's, it's a risk though to take him. I get it. Yeah. And I, I have a hard time doing it. I have a hard time trusting my ranks when it comes to Joe Mixon on the board. I, I, I mean, I really do. I Every time if I'm faced with that decision, I sometimes lean and go to the wide receiver almost at that point that I feel more confident in. But the only thing I – and I've, this is, I have a tough time with Mixon with actually drafting him even though I believe he's going to be good. It's just he hasn't shown it yet. Yeah, I like it, man. Once again, uh, because I have both of these players ranked relatively high, I think I have Joe Mixon about 15 or so, and I have obviously Deshaun Watson at like three. I – and I rank them knowing that they do have that bust potential. So it doesn't mean completely leave them in the dust, shy away. It's just more of, you know, this is a real possibility if you take this risk. You know what I mean? Compared to like a Leonard Fournette who, you know, if he stays healthy, he's going to get you points. No no doubt about that. Um, so that's that's what we mean by this bust potential. It doesn't mean that I'm going to rank them really low. I still have Mixon relatively high. Yeah, I do, I do too. Just, yeah, he just has a greater chance than others and I'm trying to think of other guys. I'm not going to put Barkley on the list as, as high as he is. I, I feel confident enough in him. So I'm, I, I'm not, I know there's some people that might think that you have a rookie ranked as high as he is, you know, currently I believe sixth. I, I'm confident in him. I don't think he's going to 
I don't, I, I don't worry much about it. I really don't. Do you have, I know you don't have any worry about Alvin Kamara, but do you have any slightly anything in the back of your mind? About that Kamara? He, that, but just not even that he'll be a bad player because he, he won't be. He's great. But because he's ranked fifth, that the efficiency can't keep up. Oh, I, well, and, yeah. I mean, I, I, I <laughs> if he kept the efficiency up, yeah. I would be, I would be wrong because I'd be too low on him. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I'm high on him. So, um, in the back of my head, no. I, I think that he's uh, really any any player up there. Might he drop below someone else? I can get a little later. Yeah, it's possible. It really is. But I don't feel I don't worry about him at all. There is one more running back, and and. I'll- I say my next guy is Jarek McKinnon, actually, and he is, and that's a beautiful one. Go ahead and make that I'll just case. Say McKinnon. Okay, this the reason. I mean, I guess now we have some injury worry, which I don't think that's much of anything. I'm not too worried about it. But where I'm worried about McKinnon is, we've seen this guy for four years, and he has never proven himself that he can be a three down back. He's a good, solid NFL player, and he's going to be. In this offense, it's going to hopefully use him to make him, you know, maybe better than he is. It's going to make him feel better than he is. I just don't think he is that type of player. I don't think he can hold up. No, I'm actually, I'm going to go against the grain. If it wasn't for San Fran, go against the grain. I'm going to even double down on what you said. If it wasn't for San Fran throwing all that money at him. I don't even care about the money. I no, just I know they're going to use him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even think he's that good of an NFL player. See, I, I think they're going to try to use him, and then they realize maybe he can't quite do it. The money just goes out the window. They don't worry about it. They're not going to. They're going to force it. No, I mean, but that's the only thing. He goes to yeah. a team that desperately needs weapons, and whatever whoever decided to buy him to pay him that kind of money, you know, that you just feel like they would have some sort of confidence level that he can perform the task. But we have seen him for four years. That's a very good point. In the last two years, he has gotten. 150 plus carries each year and he averaged 3.4 yards a carry and 3.8 you're and a very good vikings team where delvin cook dominated where latavius murray did well uh, at what point are we just like we're over hyping a guy because he's gonna get a ton of carries and no that'd be fine if people say that i'm totally down i you're gonna get a ton of work you're gonna get the points no matter what but it feels like everyone all of a sudden jumps to He's a good player. Where we, I've never seen that. Yeah, he's he's a he's a fine player. He's fine. He's yeah. He's, he's, he's an average fine. running back. I mean, that's what that's how I've seen him. I, I mean, I bet Shanahan wishes he had Tevin Coleman in that spot. Right? Oh yeah, definitely That'd be a different story. Yeah, well, hundred percent. Like that's the player he wishes he would have gotten there. I mean, yeah, I I just I don't know if I believe McKinnon to be that great. I, I mean, there's been so many. We thought it. We thought it was gonna happen a couple of years ago. We kept waiting for it to happen. And when he actually got chances, more he had chances more than one year in Minnesota to be the guy and take over the backfield. And it didn't happen either time. Exactly. It didn't the, happen when, yeah, when Peterson was out. It didn't happen then even last year because Murray took over for really, Murray really kind of took over again. He, and the only thing that could be a saving grace and the reason I have him ranked, uh, you know, in the top 20, top 15 um, is because he was the only back in town. And the fact that they said they were going to throw to him a ton. And I, everything that they say, I mean, last year he caught 51 balls. You know, on a Vikings team that was good. So if you wanted to expand on that role, I thought with the passing role, the pass catching, you could get more touchdowns. You could really do some damage. I, yeah, I could buy into that a little bit. But it, if they add any sort of depth to that backfield, or if he really can't run rush the ball, he's going to turn into a third down back again, and it goes all out the window. So yep. he, he does scare me a lot. But once again, there's not too many running backs that have a clear-cut path to being... Th- 
the bell cow, if you will. And he really does have, he's really one of the only, you know, 13, 14 backs that has that, uh, that clear path. So you have to give him a lot of love for that. But I'm just saying there is a lot of bust potential with McKinnon. And I mean, I don't, I don't believe Alfred Morris is going to, you know, do anything with. No, 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 no. But Alfred Morris wasn't bad last year in Dallas either. No, but some of it, Alfred Morris is, he had 115 carries last year and he got 4.8 yards to carry off those carries. But I feel like he just doesn't quite fit to me what Shanahan wants. It's a little, he's not going to catch the ball. He never exactly. has. I, I don't think he's a real threat. Uh, that's just a depth thing. Not, you have yeah, to have a lot of running backs. It's not a backs. threat for the position, but it's a, maybe a threat just to steal some carries. Could be. You know, just, it's not going to, I mean, McKinnon is still, when I say McKinnon's not the guy, he's the guy. He's going to be the guy no matter yeah. what. But doesn't mean they're going to use him fully. So, well, I mean, okay. He's also 5'9, 205 pounds, which yeah. is a, a big guy in real life. But when you're getting hit every play by these linebackers, you know, it, it does shorten the shelf life of running backs. So it is good to have other people that can pound it out in short yardage situations. I think that actually might be a good thing for Jarek. So I'm, I, I hope that I'm wrong about the guy, but. I just haven't seen anything, and it just it kind of bothers me that people are just so quick to jump to the idea that he's he was they were wasting his talent in Minnesota. I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't either because they I thought they gave him plenty of opportunities, and so it's just kind of I don't know something has been just obviously it's the whole Kyle Shanahan thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone was in love with Jimmy Garoppolo at the end of the year. It's all of that combined just made it so yeah. he jumped up the ranks in his thirteenth, and he hasn't actually done anything. And then, I mean, it, part of it is once you get to about where he is in the ranks, nobody likes any of these players. But put him and Christian McCaffrey. I want Christian McCaffrey, and I've started to rank it that way finally. Where I want McCaffrey over Jarek McKinnon every time. I think McCaffrey's a better – obviously, I think he's a better player. He's not in a better situation, but he's a better player. Yeah. And, and I think that'll that'll show itself. Yeah, and it's tough too because Christian McCaffrey has already done it in the passing game where I think that, that could be McKinnon's big you know jump up. But, I mean, he caught 30 more balls than McKinnon did, and that was his rookie year. And McKinnon's been there for four. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think McCaffrey is uh, better. and um, But, you know, I do worry about him not getting any of the goal line or anything like that. But I like McCaffrey a little bit better as well. Any hesitation or worry about Kareem Hunt at all just because of that midseason slump last year? Actually, I mean, you, I could point to that. But, no, he, I think dropping him to eight – Right now in the expert, you know, consensus rank, and that's where his ADP is as well. Yep. I think that's a beautiful spot for him. I have, if I got him at eight, I'm excited every single time. Yeah. No issue with that. Yeah. I, I have a slight, not really, I, I get him in team. I got a lot of my teams, not a lot of my teams, but I got him as a second running back in one, which is wonderful. But I kind of worry. I mean, sometimes with those players that are lower draft picks, and they come out. I don't know how much. I, it takes me it takes me longer to believe it. I'll say that. You know, it does. It just takes me longer to believe it. Yeah. And I, I believe it, but there's that hesitation where I hate when he's my number one. I kind of don't love it when he's yeah. my number one. This is and I can see it because this is my hesitation with that. I, I think he's very safe at eight. I have no problem with it. But I can see a world where Mahomes is the QB. And then all of a sudden they get behind in some of them because of turnovers or whatever, which they wouldn't have done with Alex Smith. He might have not been a sensational player. Well, he was kind of last year. But before that, he was just a, a very good quarterback that didn't turn the ball over. They could run the ball a lot in that offense. 
Um, so when Hunt got a ton of carries, we're talking like 15 or more, he did very well. When he got below that, that's where he started having that midseason slump. He wasn't getting enough carries in order to break out and get, you know, get that big touchdown. Um, so it hurt his fantasy production. If Mahomes, uh, you know, struggles a bit, I, I could see them having games where they just can't get the running game going because they're behind by too much. So that would be my fear. But, you know, at eight, I, I can't really think about it too much. If he was a, if he was, you know, five or something because of his huge success last year, then I would have more of an issue with it. Yep. All right. We'll move on to wide receivers here. And I mean, there's a couple obvious candidates. I mean, I'll say Amari Cooper, just because he's 15th ranked and last year he was terrible. So that's, that's a clear one to me where he, he just, he wasn't, he wasn't any good. He really wasn't as much as I think he's talented. And he should be good. There's no guarantee. He you might draft him as your number two receiver, as a top end number two receiver, and he's absolutely terrible. So I that worries me quite a bit, and I'm sure you feel the same about Amari Cooper. I do. He, he does scare me. I mean, he's ranked 15, so you are investing, you know, a wide receiver two spot on him. And yeah, I know that. Uh, I mean, everything is pointing in the right direction for him. It feels like, which scares me even more. Because it means that people can kind of fall in love with the guy. Um, but I can, and he is such a tough one for me because I can see a world where he's a top 10 guy and a steal in the draft at 15. And I can see a world where he does exactly what he did last year and you wasted a pick pretty much. So he, he's the one I flip flop on. Um, but he's also, because of that, I, I don't have a whole lot of confidence and I stay away from him. It's just so weird. I can't explain last year. It's very difficult for me. I can't even do it numbers-wise. He just looked bad. The whole team looked off. So maybe Gruden can really do something about that. Hopefully. I mean, he's he, sh- he should be great. He should have been, I feel like, up here in the top. I don't should, understand Should, should, should. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he, he was trending that way, I thought. It just I – think, I think last year was an anomaly. I really do. Yeah. I don't – but that's not to say that – I have a very hard time drafting Amari Cooper. I I have a seriously hard time drafting him because what I mean with the players he's around. Okay, do you get Cooper or do you just go completely safe and get Larry Fitzgerald or right. you know those other? I mean, there's all kinds of players around well, there. Yeah, look, I mean, look at the only like if you look at anyone above him, right? The the two guys above him, I can kind of see like well, nah, the Doug Baldwin. He's the only one where I can see take the upside. Baldwin's getting older, that kind of deal. But other than that, you're talking about like Stefan Diggs, Adam Thalen, T.Y. Hilton. No, I take those guys every day. Um, and then even below them, like you're talking about Fitz, Demarius Thomas, Allen Robinson, Juju. I mean, all of them are in like they're consistent players usually, and they have better situations than they did the year previous. So I don't know. It's very difficult to look at Amari Cooper and look at what he did last year and kind of forget and forgive. What about T.Y. Hilton? I have, I'm not not putting him in the same level, but I have slight hesitation. Be, well, it's all that's all connected to luck. I don't yeah. have any hesitation about him, but if luck goes down again, then absolutely. Yeah, I just there's something about it that I just hesitate. And but even last year, I mean, yeah, he he rose to number ten. I agree with that, but at the same time, you know, at the same time, you know, it's all dependent on luck. But that could be for any single one of these. You know, wide receivers, but I do realize luck is obviously 
you know, at more risk. But wh- wh- I have to look it up real quick. But even <laughs> last year with Brissett, I think T.Y. Hilton was like 22nd or something. Like he still He's good. survived. Yeah, I just I hesitate with him. That's why in that position, I'm, oh, I'm drafting Diggs all day. Yeah, all I was going to say. Well, you all are day. in love with Diggs as Who's well. Who's up to 11th now? I yeah, just He's, 11th? Dude, he's flying up. Man, man, I sent the trend on that, right? I know everyone looked at my yeah. rank and said, let's put him there. I like how I'm the one. <laughs> I'm going to turn into the guy that is a Stefan Diggs hater because I think it's a little too high. I never thought he would get to 11. I thought I was going against the grain. <laughs> I did too. I'm not anymore. No. And then, obviously, he had a very good preseason game with Kirk Cousins too. So everyone's going to talk about the the matchup and, hey, and how they have a connection. If you're listening to the podcast, you know where you heard it first. It's from, yeah. from me. Jeff didn't agree. Yeah. So he's ahead of Adam Thielen now, which any bust potential with Adam Thielen? No. No. <laughs> I mean, especially if he starts falling, which I hope he does. Because I think he might he's... just get more value. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know... I actually slightly I worry about Allen Robinson. Because, well, I do too. And it's not. I mean, he's coming off the injury. He's with a new quarterback who I'm not certain is that good. We don't. There's nothing to tell us that Trubisky's good yet. Yeah, definitely not fantasy good. And I mean, look back to his college year. Like he was okay. What North Carolina? But there was nothing there that was like, oh wow, this guy's just amazing. You saw some tape. It looked, it looked good, but. He never. He wasn't amazing. Yeah, it always scares me when you get these prototypical yeah. kind of QBs that they they have all the tools, and you're seeing it again with Josh Allen. Yep, uh, it's about to happen. But then again, every once in a while, it does work. Like like Wentz. But but then it, look at Blake Bortles. He was that. Yeah. He was that or, guy. I mean, Flacco. Really Flacco did win a Super Bowl. He was a fine quarterback in real NFL. But in fantasy, he was never anything that special, and he was kind of the same thing: big, tall guy with a strong arm. Gets the job done, but um, you know, I think that might be Trubisky's career. I think he might be better in the NFL than he ever is in fantasy, and that definitely does hurt Allen Robinson. That's where I worry. That's that's what yeah. ends up causing me to just kind of. I've been slowly inching him down from my initial ranks, especially. I had him much higher, and now he's more around twentieth than he was. He used to be like fourteenth. You know, I've moved him down. I'm just there's nothing to prove that Chicago's going to be any good. People have. No, you hear all that talk about Chicago's the next is this year's Rams. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that one. And uh, not to go back to the running back, but Howard Jordan Howard, even though I like him, he actually kind of worries me as well, uh, just a little bit. I, I could, yeah, I can see a scenario and, where he's he's always felt like he's been good, but there's nothing to say he is completely ahead of everyone else either like he there's nothing to say he's more than just like just a he's an above average guy but there's nothing to say that he's a great player or even a very good player i think he's a good player yeah but i I, think you could plug a lot of people into that situation okay i'm gonna bring up alfred morris's name again remember (laughs) remember alfred morris how good he was to start at washington but you but he wasn't you kind of knew that he could put up those numbers but he wasn't you know great yeah and Jordan Howard's better than Alvin Morris was, but it, I feel it's in that similar kind of idea that he doesn't really do much else other than run the ball and do pretty decent, but doesn't really catch it. And, yeah, and that's that's what worries yeah. me. Tweet Cohen, I think, is a legitimate threat. Not not running the ball, but they have so many weapons. They've invested so much money in the passing game where, you know, you have a rookie of Tariq Cohen now, you have Trubisky, Allen Robinson, you know, you're hoping that, uh, and then Burton. A lot of guys brought over. So if they try to throw the ball a lot, um, I mean, I, I 
Jordan Howard's not going to be out there for any of those attempts. And I think that could eat into it. And I don't really think that they're going to be anything spectacular. So once again, if you're on a, a team that's losing, you don't get the, you don't get to run it near as much. I think Jordan Howard will be fine, but it's definitely in the back of my head, you know, that uh, his, his carries could dry up a bit. Well, you know, I'm going to bring this right into the tight end talk and I'm going to start it with Trey Burton. And I do like Trey Burton. I like the potential there, but also because tight ends, I don't worry about ranking as much, and I, I can see potential and try to take some the back of a draft. But Trey Burton hasn't done anything yet, and we're ranking him as a top 10 tight end. Not just us, everyone. And it's a whole part of that Chicago offense thing. We just expect them to be better, but there's no guarantee. If, if Trubisky's not better, the team's not going to be better. The offense isn't going to be better. So Trey Burton, as a ninth tight end, could be a little too, a little too high. Even though I have him ranked there, you have him ranked there. Yeah. And he's ranked there consensus-wise, I believe. And I think it's fine. But, I mean, it's really because of everyone around him. I, you yeah. know, you don't feel that confident in the people around him. And you know Trey Burton is going to get a lot of opportunities. But it's very true. Like, I, I wouldn't reach on a shiny new toy like Trey Burton. Yep. And, and that's kind of where it comes down to. Like, I know a lot of people like him. And he might be really good. But you have no idea. We didn't really get to see him do a whole lot in Philly. And they like to use tight ends. Remember him throwing a touchdown. Exactly, pass. he had he had the playoffs. He did. Honestly, it was good. is that part of it? I think that's a lot right. of it. it. Yes, it sticks in people's heads. And like yeah. this guy's really good. He he had like I don't even know. He he hardly had any catches he's had last like 60 year. Sixty catches in his career, and he's played four years. Exactly. So uh, I, I like I, it. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do too. He's in my top ten. But these are the things that you should think of, and you shouldn't automatically yep. think that they're going to be amazing, and they're beyond replacing or backing up or whatever it may be. And I have, I have one more on my tight end list, Evan Ingram. Uh, actually, you have the same exact two tight yeah, ends that I worry about. I, I do like Ingram. I ranked him up there, but I can see it. He got a lot of targets last year and did very well when there really wasn't anybody else to throw the ball to. Beckham wasn't there. He didn't have a Saquon Barkley that's going to steal targets. And that that alone could drive, drive him down a little bit. I still think he's going to be good, but maybe the fifth rank is too much. Maybe he... It, it's possible that it was just they needed to throw the ball to somebody and he was the guy. But he was a first-round pick, so that wasn't a fluke. They knew the talent was there. But it makes you just pause and think, eh, maybe he won't be as good as we think. Yeah. And maybe, and I agree 100% on both of those guys, but maybe bust. It's hard to say bust it, when it's tight end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, that's where we end it with that. And we're not yeah. going to go too into it. Because if you miss on a tight end. Who cares? Because okay. you just go, I'll go, you know, I've been drafting Tyler Eifert in a lot of drafts and he's way down there because I just think there's potential and I don't mind streaming tie downs if it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, if you're going to punt it anyway, like yeah. you might as well grab someone that has the high upside, well, even though he's, you know, over under, he's going to play well, four games. And now you can get, <laughs> now you can get George Kittle for absolutely nothing because of the shoulder injury. Which is, he's the only 49er that I like. Anymore. I do like George Kittle and I, I mean, I liked him a lot, but more before the injury, I still think he's going to be fine. Yeah. Even if it's not week one or two. He'll be fine. And you, that might be the guy then you stream with. You get after the other guy doesn't work out. And there's one more guy that I do want to bring up because you were hyping him last time we talked. And even though he is incredibly good, I think that you have to admit that he has bust potential and I want to get your read on it. But it's got to be Mike Evans. Wide receiver, Tampa Bay. I, I don't I don't agree. He is ranked number nine right now. I think that's fine. And his ADP is also nine. I think it's fine. I don't I don't agree. I don't agree. He is, don't agree. I, I think he has all the talent in the world. And listen to where he ended up the last four years. And remember, he, he's only missed one game tops. He, rookie year, finished 11th. 
everyone lost their minds for good reason. He's a freak of nature. He's awesome in the red zone. Next year, follows it up with 27th overall. So, all right, what happened there? I don't know. Then he comes back. <laughs> He's number one overall. And I fell in love with him. Loved him. I ranked him number one again. Way off. Last year, Jameis gets hurt. They lose their mind in Tampa Bay, and he finishes 20th. Yeah. Guess who is already suspended for the start of the season? Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Jameis isn't playing, he does take a huge hit. Maybe. I'm just, just saying, he, just he's say in the top 10. That, num- that's got, why. I got four numbers that makes me feel like I, I feel pretty confident. Okay. 122, 148, 173, 136. Those are his target numbers. Oh, target numbers? Those are his target numbers every year. Those are his four years in the NFL. Those are his target numbers. 122, 148, 173, 136. It actually scares me a little bit more since he ranked 27th and 20th in two of those years. Maybe it doesn't help my... Maybe (laughs) you look at the year he finished number one, he had 173 (laughs) targets. My God. But I I, I love the guy's talent. But as soon as Jameis got suspended, I just want to like... Like, that is something to worry about without a doubt. Maybe. I don't, I don't And I also worry that. because I do think that O.J. Howard will be a little bit better this year. I think he'll be better. That is another huge red zone threat that they didn't have before yeah. he was there. And that's where he really, really shines. So, I, you know, it's just a few things to think about. Um, but, I mean, obviously, I think he'll be fine. Even if you do draft him as your number one, he hands 20th. It's not the end of the world, but it's not what you want out of a top 10 guy. Oh, I can't get behind it. <laughs> but all right. I think that's going to do it for bust potential episode. We'll be back tomorrow with a similar, not quite. This is, these weren't players we disliked. Mm-mm. Tomorrow's episode. <laughs> no, not Players at all. we hate. I do dislike those guys. Yeah. And I try not to bring them up in this episode. So I'll bring them up tomorrow and we'll see who I truly hate and just stay away. Stay off your team. So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.